Welcome to episode five of the Behind the Glass Hunting Podcast. My name is Nick. I'm joined here by Chris and Devin. Say hi, guys. Hi, buddy. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Great. Yeah, pretty good. Um, it's good to have you back. Yeah. Had, yeah. I had troubles without you on the last episode. <laughs> Turn, turned from a four-person episode into a, a Chris Tells Stories Yeah, episode. man. I, I don't know what happened. We were just having remote podcast issues and everyone hey, you know for what it's worth i i really enjoyed it um i got some feedback on it yeah so what, what, what are you hearing from other people people liked it people said it was yeah. like intimate mm-hmm. which i thought was a little too too intimate of a thing to say to me but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> i liked it a lot i was I, I was sad that i wasn't there for that experience so it was nice to to hear you tell the story anyways Sounded, yeah. sounded like a cool trip anyways it was a, um it was a fun hunt man mm-hmm. it was really anyone good hasn't uh, listened to that go back an episode and check it out you had a, you had you had a chance to look at that one dev of a bear uh, hunt. i haven't just i haven't on. caught up yet man i uh you're a busy guy looking forward to it though. i thought you were our <laughs> number one listener i'm supposed to be he's playing hard yeah. to get nick yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he he has to talk to us all the time, anyways. He doesn't want to hear any more of our voices. <laughs> exactly. The same reason that I can't listen back to previous episodes. Oh yeah. You yeah. don't listen at all. I mean, like, can I be honest? I listen to the first couple of minutes just to make sure they're audible, and yeah. I'm like, "Yep, there's noise." Just to make Ooh. sure I didn't screw anything up. <laughs> Done. I yeah. <laughs> I think I've listened through most of them. That's that's like partially quality control and. Partially like trying to see if I'm funny. You're oh, I couldn't. I, I, no, I couldn't do oh, that. Thanks. That wouldn't be okay. And I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't want to like uh, listen to the silly things that I say because. Right. I'm sure you I just, just cringe. I'm sure I just dribble crap. On these <laughs> well, things. it's just it's such a difficult thing. Like, you're literally would be you're literally sitting there and just like picking yourself apart at every single word that comes out of your mouth. It's not a very good. Right. Uh, that's true. Yeah. It's not no. a very positive. <laughs> then, then when you start paying attention to how many times you say like and um, oh yeah, really you realize you can't keep a sentence, uh, 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 you can't string a sentence together. Oh my god! <laughs> Here we go. Something like that. Jeepers creepers! All right, I'm going yeah, back to school. Don't listen to that one. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Chris, I have a bit of a, a confrontation to make with you right now. I'm oh, a little disappointed. I love it. I'm a little it. sad, and I'm a little bit disappointed. Give it to me. Do you know why? I, I thought was... we were growing our hair out. Oh yeah, you yeah, that's the fair. salad. That's fair. Um, yeah. Oh geez, I thought I was in trouble there. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just get to a point when it gets so long, and yeah. I just get so sick of it. I want long hair so bad, but not so bad that I'm prepared to put up with the side effects of having not long hair. Not willing to put in the work to no, get there. Not for that. And I'm like, I think I might be a real greasy kind of bugger. Yeah, because my hair gets really it feels greasy. Yeah, do you use shampoo? That's an important part. No, I'm on the shampoo. <laughs> I'm on the shampoo, but I, I don't know. My wife's a hairdresser, so she gets me the special yeah. stuff that's not supposed to oh, promote extra okay. grease. Yeah. Um, I actually had my best stint was when I stopped the shampoo and like tried the Nick Tealman logging technique. <laughs> And tried to get it to self-regulate or whatever, and that wasn't doing. Yeah. That was doing pretty good. I was like six weeks with long hair. You did that well as it was growing out, but it got to oh, a okay. point where I needed to like get the bird's nest out. Yeah, 
I realized as I was growing out my hair that that's that's not a long hair thing to do, especially when you're me and you're like getting long hair and you wear a hat every day. Yeah, the hat. It's not a good call. That's so it. I, yeah. I, I moved on to shampoo, clean <laughs> myself up a little bit, and then I, I just uh, I'm on the conditioner game now, so I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, I couldn't do conditioner. That's gross. No, How's your hair looking, Dev? Is yours getting long? You need the daily conditioner. Yeah, man. I got daily some. I got I, some little uh, wing like, things going on a little bit. Nice. And it looks like a mullet coming out the back almost. Yeah, something. I've uh, I kind of told myself I was like. Uh, with the whole COVID thing for the longest time, you couldn't get your hair cut. And then when they opened them up, I just, I don't know. For some reason, I was kind of, didn't necessarily think it was that essential to me. Like, I I can get by without having a haircut. It's not something mm-hmm. mandatory. And just thought it was one of those things. Like, I, I tried to look at the whole COVID thing as, like, taking something good out of it and be like, look at all the things that we worry about that you don't. At the end of the day, what does it matter if my hair looks like crap for a couple I months? I like it. So. I'm gonna, it looks crap. I think, it looks I good think I'm you. just gonna run with it until uh, yeah, until it. she goes. I was contemplating yeah. maybe I'll maybe I'll grow it super long and chop it off and donate yeah. it or something. I don't know if anybody would want my speckled my hair speckled with gray in it, but uh, maybe <laughs> maybe there's a 55 year old out there that uh, is looking for a new hairdo. I heard yeah. a good story and uh, that just reminded me of it, and I'm. I might get in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to go for it anyway. I'm just going to leave it. Go for it. It's totally going to be good. It was one of your buddies, Nick, I was talking to. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Can you say the name or not? I probably shouldn't. I think uh, there's like a limited amount of my buddies that you know. So as you tell the story, I might figure it out. Right. (laughs) All right, how do I do this? Maybe I'll change the topic. You want to pull the shoot? Just like no, that. no, I'm not going. I'm going to run with it. I'm just going to like change a okay. couple of things. So three okay. guys, one of which was Nick's buddy, had a. Uh, we're in a dart league. Dart, dart league. league. Dart. Yeah. Wink, wink. Okay. They're in a dart league. Okay. Yeah. Throwing okay. darts on Thursday nights, and they were very successful. They um, had a lot of famous guests on their dart league. Okay, um, they yeah. were very successful. And I don't know where this is going. one of, <clears throat> it was one of the guy's birthday. So Nick's buddy was uh, tied him a box of flies, which mm-hmm. you can relate to here, Dev. Tied him a box of flies because they were taking him on a fishing tournament or something like that and tied all these flies. Anyway, I guess he tipped back a few too many IPAs and had a fantastic idea, trimmed off some pubic hair, tied a fly, forget what he called it, but gave it to his buddy in this box of flies i think it's amazing like i like if, if someone if you gave me a pube fly i mean i wouldn't be like i i'm not gonna like hang it on my wall but i'd be like i'd laugh and i would probably hold on to it, in, my it junk. in the tackle box maybe i'd keep it in my junk drawer i'd be like that's funny hey at yeah. the end of the day all that matters if it catches fish you're gonna be using yeah, it again man. like well I these guys don't even know because they're not even friends anymore they don't play darts oh. together and they don't even talk like total blow up <laughs> fell out all three of them don't talk anymore brutal so i might mean, have thought about your gross hair getting joke, donated man. like maybe you get mad for a week or something but they said they said that the fella wasn't that upset but once his lady friend got wind of it that's when things really came unraveled oh uh, yeah that can complicate things sometimes yeah it's a common theme <laughs> it is a common theme my 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 better half's always unraveled when I'm doing things. So, 
What does she think about uh, that you're starting a podcast? Um, she's pretty cool with it. Yeah. Um, we got two. Yeah, like we got two kids. Parenting's hard. Um, so like we're like on very tight time budget right now. So sneaking away for an hour here or there is you know I got to I got yeah. to pick my battles. Plus trying to get out hunting, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I think the hunting is like serving as a reset button. Because I'm just like okay. getting so wound up and irritable and a bit angry and starting to flirt with hashtag bad dad territory. Um, <laughs> so I, she sends me on these hunting trips to just sort of yeah hit the reset, Re- recentering, come, yeah, and then come back and you know feel guilt that I've been hunting and you know I've got got a little bit more patience. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's enough about me being a loser. <laughs> Dev, what were you doing all weekend? It sounded pretty good. Yeah, so I. Uh... Took off from work on Friday and headed up to uh, Fraser River Canyon, basically. And there was a Wild Sheep Society was doing a sheep count. Um, was pretty good, actually. It's uh, been to quite a few sheep counts. There's uh, a lot put on throughout the year. Uh, it's really good volunteer opportunity. Gets kids involved. You get to go and count sheep. Uh, this one's actually pretty cool for a couple of reasons. First of all, I hadn't really been in this area before. And it was quite impressive, just like di- completely different terrain than you'd really see in, in the rest of BC, just massive, massive canyon sort of country into desert. It, it was awesome. Uh, really cool country. Definitely want to head back. And then uh, second is this count actually had a little bit more, a uh, little bit more, I guess, meaning behind it. Uh, it's, they're doing a some work with the sheep in the area unfortunately they've run into some issues with uh movi a Mm -hmm. disease like pretty similar to pneumonia for sheep Mm. uh it's it's transferred from domestic sheep into wild sheep and the herd there has been hit pretty hard by it so they last last february they um started to capture some of these sheep and test them and they have a control area and a treatment area. And in the, the treatment area, they basically, any, any U um, that was positive for Moby, they euthanized on the spot. And then, Ooh, in, the, brutal. In, then in the control area, um, they just left as is. And it sounds kind of counter... Because it's contagious then? Yeah, exactly. So it sounds, yeah. sounds kind of counterproductive, uh, but uh, the, it, the, yeah, no, the main issue... The main issue with the disease is uh, the adults can kind of deal with it, but it's the the lambs that really are affected. And generally, if if the mother has it or or the lambs get uh, in touch with a positive um, positive animals, I guess they they don't do very well and generally won't uh, survive. So the idea is behind uh, euthanizing the adults that have it especially the ewes because generally there, there's times of the year but generally uh, by the time rams would come into contact with lambs uh, they're probably old enough to not be affected but mm-hmm. the the ewes and the lambs are around each other all the time so while you're technically uh, reducing population numbers you're hopefully increasing uh, survival rates and reproduction. Right. So, yeah, because if the, if the whole herd gets it, that's that's it done. Exactly. And the ewes, yeah. the ewes are the ones that are like they can get hit hard enough where they die from it. Uh, the ewes uh, can generally fend it off, and they're able to oh, okay. reproduce. Um, 
but oh, the, the problem is the lambs. Yeah, when they yeah. when they uh, drop lambs, which is right around, uh, they're it's lambing season now. So right now, the whole idea behind the count is you will count the uh, control where there is no um, no treatment, and then the the treatment area, and just compare and see if hopefully the the lamb to adult ratio is higher in the area of the treatment versus not right. treatment. So that is super cool. I did not know that that was so yeah, it involved was, it this was, time. Uh, it was super interesting and it, it's kind of, it's nice because those, I always love doing the counts, but it seems sometimes, unfortunately, um, you, you can get the, the idea sometimes that it's not really um, productive, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's kind of more of an event, get people together, get people involved. Mm but we don't really see where the numbers go. But this one was definitely a little bit more, um, a little bit more science-based, uh, tried to eliminate as many factors as we can. And at the end, at the end of the day, the biologists need a little bit more uh, solid numbers and, and systems involved in place to really include data. You can't just take data from somebody you don't know. Right. So, um, right. It was a little bit more regulated and it was, yeah, it was good. There's actually, uh, they just came out with recently a, a film. I'm pretty sure they're Filter Studios. Um, they've they filmed a couple things. They filmed that Journal of Mountain Hunting Elk, Elk series, I believe. But they okay. put a film together with the Wild Sheep Foundation and I think Donnie Vinson and some big name guys, they actually just came out with it. And that's all on that Fraser River Canyon. Hmm. And it's the, the first first time in North America really that this this sort of study's been going on and they're just starting it off so it's pretty uh it's pretty cool to see and it, it, it's the film is about the study yep exactly okay, it's it's them cool. actually last February um they'll basically the way they went about it is you fly around in the helicopter and try and find uh, basically every sheep in that area you can possibly find uh hmm. they would dart them uh test and they they have a new it's it's a really new um procedure for testing whether they're positive or not for Moby. So it's about a half hour to an hour, they say, till they get results where they used to have to wait a few days, but this allows right. them to basically um, tranquilize them and then get the results back quick enough to make the decision. So it, it's pretty- Can they do that test on the spot there? Exactly. The they, and oh, they, they used to not be able to. So it's pretty, yeah. I guess, ground groundbreaking yeah, stuff that they're major. able to do, which is uh, could make not only a huge effect in BC, but just across the world in terms of sheep management. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty impressive. I think they have done it a little bit in it, whether it was Montana or Idaho. I think they did a little bit of it, but it's really basically the first time it's it's been done. So it, it's really cool. It's good to do, and then. Uh, this was the first count, and they're they're trying to schedule a count every month um, until September, oh, I believe, really? just to get really more uh, solidified data. Mm -hmm. And uh, is that usually a once a year thing? Yeah, is this replacing the the annual count count or? Um, I, I personally, I'm not aware of there being a regular Fraser River count. Um, there may have oh, been. Oh yeah, because you're up further north, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sure um, on that. I haven't personally been to it, but yeah, they're they're really trying to get as much info as they can, and this is the first year they've really been able to do the treatment and see results. And obviously, it's not a one year process. It's going to be a few years of of testing mm -hmm. and seeing results. So um, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm come from a at least school wise a science background and. Uh, it's straight up kind of my alley is to interest at least. So 
yeah, yeah that's good. good to, that's good to get you fired up. Yeah, and lots you've of, been going out to those most years, eh? I try and get out as much as I can. It, it, yeah. Worst case, like I said, this one's definitely feels a little bit more um, meaningful, I guess. But uh, yeah. at the end, at the end of the day, there's just meet a lot of really good guys. You get outside in times where you generally, uh, a lot of the time, they're happening when hunting seasons aren't open, and right. gets you outside, get to count some animals, and at at, at the Worst case, I think a lot of people kind of like checking out um, the sheep and just the hunting areas as well. This, totally. a lot of the areas we count have, uh, we're lucky they have general over the season counter tags. You can just go and hunt. They're guys that put in weeks and weeks every year and never see a legal ram, but there's always the chance. So I think oh, really? that kind of uh, always in the back of some people's heads. But uh, yeah, That's it was good. really cool. Scouting did, you, did you say a boatload of sheep or what? Uh, to be honest, we, we were kind of the, there's sheep on both the West and East side of the Fraser river and, uh, the treatment areas on the West side of the river. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as that goes, we didn't really see the numbers we would think we would have. Um, but we did see quite a few sheep actually on the West side, which was somewhat promising. That's a, there's an LEH and, um, there's hunting opportunities on that side, but just the treatment zone is on the West. Um, not the treatments sure on the West and the controls on the West. Uh, they're both on the West. Yes. They're, and oh. there's another area a little bit further down that they ended up actually, I believe they were planning on counting today, um, this morning, which I, I was, unfortunately I had to take off last night, but it's a beautiful country and just, yeah, it's, it's cool. I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, that's thanks. sweet. Maybe I'll try and come out with you. Yeah, you should. If you can, you should. It's good. Yeah. Do you feel, you said that uh, you felt like this one meant more because of sort of the issues that the, the sheep population is facing there. Do you feel like it maybe means a little bit more also because it's, it, it'd be the first one that you've gone to after taking your first ram, right? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I definitely think that's part of it. I mean, there's a direct correlation between um the hunting area I was in on my LEH last year and, and where I got my mm -hmm. sheep out of, they do flyover surveys and they deal with, they have their own issues on that herd. And they've, a lot of it's, uh, those hunting opportunities are only there because of the work that has been put in for them. Uh, and wild sheep study tends to be a big part and they try and help out as much as they can. So it's definitely feels like I, I feel very lucky that I was able to get that tag and go and hunt sheep. So I kind of, um, just trying to put in as much work as I can, I guess, with Sheep Society or if it's raffle draws or membership or just time, mm -hmm. which ge time generally tends to be the toughest one. Um, right. If I can mm -hmm. make it happen, I, I, I like to get out there. And at the end of the day, you like I said before, there's a lot of really good people and guys that I continually see at these things. So it's nice to catch up and a good day. We had good weather and see some sheep and Awesome. Yeah, man, it sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's a good time. Real good see time. Any, see any bears? Didn't see any bears, but man, I we ran into some like, me and Mitch drove through, uh, one of the guys you know, um, we drove through after kind of doing the count area and there is some pristine, the greenest of green, old burn. I don't know how we didn't see a bear on every square inch of that place, but I, I, I bet you if we sat... If we sat there till uh, the sun started going down, I guarantee there would be some bears around in there. So, um, this count was it like sort of the classic um, straight off the highway, or was it? You, did you guys have to hike in a little bit, or what happened? 
Um, the it's basically off the road. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not quite like the dispensers one off the highway. Uh, you feel a little bit more remote, but yeah. there's a solid uh, FSR that basically runs along the east side of the river. Right. And then you glass across the river to the west side. Oh, yeah. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah, so it, it's good. You, you definitely feel like you're out there. Um, and and there's just good country all around. You're, it, it's impressive. I definitely am I'm heading back just to get out there again and check it out some more. I'm so, it was just kind of kept telling myself, like, how did I not know about or why haven't I been up this way before? Because you right. feel like you kind of cover a lot of ground. Um, and it's not too far from me and it's just, it's gorgeous. Whether the animal numbers are there, it's some, it's just that, that background that you want to hunt in, you know? Yeah, it's like, got everything you want. It's got everything exactly. that makes it's the, got, hunt the hunt. Exactly. So yeah, it, it's a cool spot. Man, that's super cool. Um, you have plans to, like, you're going to go back up there for bears or you got, you've, if you've got some bear plants in the I pot? think if I knew, if I knew someone that wanted to, I have a couple, um, buddies who have kind of not necessarily fallen out of hunting, but they've mentioned they'd like to uh shoot a bear this year and i would if they said hey what are you doing next weekend i'd probably drive up there i think that'd be a, a really good shot because most of the spots i would probably be looking at going bear hunting is probably still snowed in mm-hmm. uh where here it's it's definitely seems like it's ready to rock um but i i personally unfortunately i haven't really been out nearly as much as i want to and i'm gonna try and stick with the uh the compound bow which is limiting myself a little bit but nice. um i i need to make a couple trips out there i think like you said it's a little i need that uh hunting reset i haven't really th- this this count was a good one but i, I definitely want to get out there and just do that it's reconnect just, with 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 the with the bush yeah there's something about it you just after after it you just feel like uh you're back to you're being i don't know you just feel like i feel like i'm a better person after i come back from a hunt it's oh 100 man 100 that sounds but no that's not mm-hmm. weird at all we're uh we're doing one of those this weekend going away with um taking a first-time bear hunter two first-time bear hunters see if they can tag out taking sean and uh irish eric nice Nice. Yep, I'll yep, go hunt yep. by myself, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, you, can <laughs> you can come if you want. Uh, no, it's okay. I don't want to rain on their parade. Yeah, that, that, that's it. I'm like the plan, plan is for those guys to. You guys doing an overnighter? Yep. Nice. nice yeah, we're gonna do it. Well, we're gonna do a Friday. Well, it depends yeah. what time we get out of oh, town. Maybe we'll have to. Maybe we'll have to talk after. Maybe I'll have to uh, come along. Crash the party one day. We're gonna try I'll, and get. Uh, them, we're gonna try and get them a couple of couple of bears. Nice, nice. I want to head out. I want to head out this weekend. Whether it's, it probably won't be uh, both days. I, I got a graduation kind of shindig on okay. one of the days, but uh, definitely right. get out. So. We'll talk after, and I'll tell you where we're yeah, going. Grad season, meet us. Eh? Yeah, I'm supposed to do grad photos for my cousin, uh, like the hour before we leave. <laughs> so it's gonna ah, be you need varied. a couple photos, right? Yeah, it's gonna be two very different types of. Uh, <laughs> photography back to back nice <laughs> some good contrast there oh, yeah that would be good um eric was like eric came and helped me pack out that bear two weeks ago yeah. whatever it was um so this will be it'll be like really interesting to see if he how he goes in the driver's seat if he like actually wants to do it if he's like a bit yeah because you said he he was sort of on the fence a little bit leading up to that hey 
Yeah, I didn't. I had no idea about that. I just thought he was oh, a keener okay. like me. Um, yeah. But yeah, then he had like some pretty, pretty deep thoughts on the whole bear hunting as mm. a whole. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I was really hoping that I'd get to feed him some of this bear beforehand, so that he would, like, you know, then be totally convinced this bear is right. eating unreal. Like, is it pretty tasty? Have you had some already? Dude, I've probably eaten like five pound of it already. <laughs> like this thing's nice. gonna be gone before. You're gonna eat yourself sick of it, man. You need a little break. Oh man, I don't think I could. It's it's like so good. <laughs> so like I'm just grinding the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I want to make I want I mean want to make sausages. Um, I want to make sausage rolls because they're yes. just they're unreal. Yes. So I'm gonna do sausage rolls. What's that? Sausage rolls like like in wrapped in pastry. In pastry. Man, oh, okay. Yeah. Man, oh, wow. Yeah, we're gonna really start. Good. We're gonna start something. Would... I don't think I've ever heard of people doing that. And when me and you were talking about that the other day, I was like, "Why has this not been a big thing?" Like, like I you, I've done it with rolls. venison. I've just never done it with bear. Yeah. You've got to do you it. You would cook it up and then you would bake it into the roll, wouldn't you? No, 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 no. Really? Yeah. How do you cook it properly without burning the roll? Well, tri- by getting rid of all the trigonos. Because sausage rolls were traditionally made with pork, so it's the same cooking temperature. So. Not worried. Okay. Not worried. All right. Um, you say so. Like, there's not, you know, there's not. We don't have to a ton of meat in there. Yeah. Those are going to be good. Those would be good, and then backpack them into the into the bush. Yeah. Oh man. That would be deadly. That's the one thing. So on that sheep hunt, the last hunt that we were, or that I was on with you guys, and Devin had cheese and pepperoni, <laughs> and I was just drooling the whole time looking at that and then when he when you left yeah (laughs) and left the rest of your food for us oh man i was like i was sneaking over to your food bag every once in a while and just eating some pepperoni and cheese perfect (laughs) you need that savory that savory food to in the mix there it can't just be all like cliff bars and nuts yeah um so when you left from that hunt you left us with like everything all of your food. Someone left socks, but you left a socks. I don't yeah, remember that. I I bring home some socks that weren't mine. But you <laughs> left you left us with a chocolate cheesecake. Oh yeah, that. what happened to that? We were gonna eat that on the last night, well, but I guess we went in. We went out early. Recently, there's been a zombie apocalypse called COVID, and nobody can buy dehydrated food. So I was going through my rations to see what I'm gonna take this weekend. Boom, chocolate cheesecake. I'm bringing oh, it this weekend. Go. Bring it. Yeah. Let me know how you it is. You better share it. I don't think I would honestly ever have it. So just freaking, you guys need to crush it. Yeah, I'm... I I'm, better get at least a bite of that. I'm just going to like sit in my tent and snicker one night. <laughs> <laughs> and just eat it up like a fat pig. I'm going to rifle through your pack while you're not looking. <laughs> um, steal it. But we did, yeah. That's we... interesting though, that the the rations are low. I'm, I didn't think about that. And I just had like a few mountain house, not mountain house alpine something alpine air. in my in my uh gear tub here that i've been like i haven't used yet and so i wasn't gonna go shopping for some but that's good that i have them i guess eh? yeah like eric like can you not find them I, irish eric went out today and all he could find was like scrambled eggs and stuff that like, sucks yeah. man what i the know heck? doesn't matter People we have, so- we have just, sausage rolls just buy what you need when you need it i think sean is guilty of that i'm pretty sure he ordered like 
Oh, that dude's a prepper, man. They that guy's got 25 boxes, boxes of... Well, I guess we know who to look, uh, try and buy some off of, I guess. <laughs> buy? He's just going to have to give them to us. Yeah, that's true. That's what he owes that to us, honestly. <laughs> doing that. I think so. <laughs> um, why, where, how are you feeling with the bow, Dev? I, I was definitely uh, not feeling too good at uh not too long ago i i really shot a lot last year and i, I was getting really comfortable to the point i could kind of i could kind of put you should always be shooting but i could put the bow down for a few weeks pick it up and i could shoot out to 60 or 80 yards no problem right it, at least at a target it which which made me comfortable for that 40 maybe if it really came down to it 50 yard shot on an animal um mm -hmm. unfortunately I, I i got a new string put on and I was shooting and I just, I was really struggling. Uh, at the same time I got the string put on, I actually, my stabilizer broke off. Uh, the mount was broken. So I, I was running with no stabilizer and I just kind of took the first couple of weeks of shooting as, as, a, as a wash, just thinking that the string maybe needed a little bit of break in. I'm not a bow expert, so I was just kind of thinking of what made sense. And uh, mm -hmm did that and then I just wasn't happy with how it was shooting and I, I, I knew I had shot that bow and that same arrows and everything pretty well and so I narrowed it down to just I'm going to try and get this stabilizer put back on which really um, oh, I didn't think okay. I didn't think would do too much but the stabilizer I had I, I bought this bow as a full package used and that the stabilizer was really heavy like loaded up with weight so I put it back on. I had to re uh, drill out and retap the aluminum mount, and uh, eventually got it back on my bow. And I'm just dialed in now. I'm shooting lights out. Because so. last time we spoke, you were saying to me, um, "I'm not sure what good a stabilizer does. I really can't feel it." But obviously, yeah, it was I, I affecting I accuracy. Thing, I realized when I threw that thing back on, I uh, my bubble was just like dead, dead steady really versus really wobbly and uh, i think that was really affecting me so yeah i'm shooting i'm shooting pretty good with broadheads out to 50 right now and um i'm lucky I, I i we just we just moved but the new backyards i can send it actually shoot in the backyard so i can shoot every day and right. i'm looking nice. forward to getting it. it was really holding me back and my rifle's not sighted in right now i need to remount a scope and um, the range is closed and then I was really not comfortable in my bow. So that definitely was a little bit of a factor in not getting out as much hunting as I want to. Uh, but now I'm have no excuses and should, uh, mm -hmm. be trying to push it. We don't have too much time left, but I really want to get out there. Hopefully that snow melts a little bit and can do a good little bit of a push before the season ends. No, you'll get it sorted. Um, if you need a range, my range is open. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah. I think I think mine opens today or something. June sixth, yesterday, I think it opened. Yeah. So I can get out there, but I, I think I'm just gonna shoot the bow and um, hopefully go with someone that's got a rifle just in case sort of deal. I think. And sure. If I don't get it done, I don't get it done. But if I do, uh, I'll be pretty stoked. You got to still be uh, sitting pretty on meat, hey? Oh man, I got too much meat. There's no such no thing, such but... thing. But I got. Uh, <laughs> I needed that bear. I'll tell you that. I needed that bear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the bison hunt was huge. I mean, we did we did did split it up like uh between it was 500 pounds of meat, but 
four or wow. five, 400 pounds of meat, something like that. But split it up four ways. I mean, you still got a hundred pound of meat, but, uh, which is a lot of meat. Yeah. It's a lot, but we were going, we were burning through it pretty quick. I was cooking it a lot and, uh, I still got a decent amount of my sheep. Um, it's funny. I, I love it. It eats really well. I just like, it's almost to the point of I try and almost save it. I'm like, Oh, I'm going to wait for like a good opportunity. And then it just like yeah. doesn't get eaten. So I just got to, I got to give up on that a little bit. I, I really like to try and have people over and like share it. So if, uh, mm-hmm. got to start having a couple more, uh, dinner parties, but yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm in no, no, uh, meat crisis. So I can be a little bit more selective, I guess. And, uh, Nick won't even take myself. Nick won't even take free meat. <laughs> well, okay. Here's the thing: you offered me bear, and I still have bear from you sitting in my freezer. So I feel like I should eat that, and then if you offer again, then I'll take some. You got sure. some bison. I got lots of bison. You should grab too. I'll give you some next time I That'd see. That'd be unreal. You. I don't think I've ever had bison. You're gonna need a deep freeze, Nick. I know. I just have the smallest freezer, like just the top of the fridge kind of freezer. And You're going to need a freezer, man. You've got friends with, with bad habits. So you're going to need a freezer. Do you got room? I, I guess you could do I one of those have, little... I can't put it anywhere. You could do... There's not no, a full chest freezer, no but you could do one of those yeah. little guys. Like it's like a beer fridge size. Right. Oh, yeah, I'll that would work. I already have a pretty big beer fridge in my room here, so I don't know. I could maybe support one more, though. <laughs> Ditch the beer fridge and just get another full-size fridge. Then at least you've got no, two. I will never ditch pops. this beer fridge. Oh, that's the one you got from um, yeah, the beer from company. Molson Canadian. Molson it's Canadian. one of a kind made for me. Well, don't ditch that's it. Just like just push it aside <laughs> and get it. I don't know. You're going to need a way to store meat. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Out. Well, yeah, because you guys are uh, very generous. So I, I, sh- I should... I should accept the the free meat a lot more. You often. enjoy it, I'm guessing. You you cook yeah. pretty good when you have it. Yeah, it's nice. well. I've been I I up until like very recently had never properly cooked a steak. Had like never like messed around with marinades or anything like that. Yep. But I'm starting to get it a little more dialed in. And the internet's a wonderful have, place, man. You yeah, can, you can learn anything <laughs> you want. Just gotta apply on myself a little bit. <laughs> so it's it's been good. Uh, yeah, I've I've cooked up a few deer or uh, not deer, sorry, um, goat steaks uh, from what you gave me and nice. from what Chris gave me. So. I hope you're doing those like medium rare. Rare. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I made some tacos with it. I kind of, I kind of messed up the tacos a little bit. Oh, I, I, I dried them out too much because I drained it, and you said that's not a good thing. Yeah, you don't, you don't drain game. So I gotta, I got, I think I have one more pack of ground from the, from the goat. So I gotta, I gotta retry that one. But hey, Dev, what do you reckon of that? The bison, the the flavor of the bison meat, just as is, standalone. I think it's been great. I, and yeah, and it, it's good, but like, how would you explain the taste? All right, context. Um, when I feed it to Cass, my wife, yeah, she says that it like reminds her of ham. Huh? Ham? Ham? I really? It's definitely got a, and that's just the ground, or is that the? No, that's like when I stuff? that. To be fair, that's when I put something on the smoker. Okay. See, and I haven't done the smoker. I haven't done it on the pellet grill yet. Um, I've done it in the sous vide, and I've done it in the uh, instant pot for a pot roast, and uh, those are both been very, um, very similar to a grass-fed beef. Like definitely that grass-fed kind of flavor, but um, mm-hmm. 
as far as trying to get the the weary into wild game uh eating wild game that would be the the best i think one to go with i don't i can't scare too many people away with that and i don't think anyone would ever even know if i didn't tell them yeah um that's how i'm feeling about this bear nice that's good that's you you gotta feed that to everybody you know i'm not even like screwing around here guys this is this is probably eating better than a deer right now. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Are, are you heading back into that same area uh, this weekend? Is that the plan? No, we're going to try something else. Um, Eric picked the spot. Okay. Yeah. So we're going, it's like a, yeah, we're hang, yeah, going to try we and do it. We can talk later. We can, we do, can it do it later. later. <laughs> um, but Secrets. I, know, I wanted to talk about this because it was actually kind of interesting. I met like, you guys know I do the the mentor thing with um, Dylan. Yeah. I just I I met Eric on one of these trips, and now. Oh we're, really? That's how you guys met? Yeah. Like he was. Is a, he like involved with BHA as well now? No. 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 Oh, we should well, talk he, about this. He's he's a member and he. Oh, he's a member. And he comes Eric. out. He hasn't. Yeah, he hasn't. Um. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't loaded up his. Okay, plate that's what I would consider involved. Yeah. Oh, no, jeez, man! You want to say involved? And I've met him a few times at BHA events. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's a really good dude. And I was just like, I'm just, I find it insane that I get paid to go and do this, these things. And then like, I'm just meet cool dudes and get to like, you know, get, <laughs> awesome, I'm getting paid man. to make friends. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Do that so, as yeah. you can. Don't let yeah. Dylan listen to this. You're going to get a pay cut. No, yeah. I'm getting, no, I'm putting my numbers <laughs> up, Dylan. I'm attracting people. Well, I think we have 21 listeners at this point. So the odds aren't super high. Not yet. I'm Maybe. Tracking the stats. Um, this one's gonna blow up though. It is for sure. Anyway, he's a really good dude, and I'm just uh, like I really hope we can get him a bear. He picked the spot. Um, he was sort of hounding me, not hounding, but he was talking about it for a while, and I wasn't sure we we're gonna be able to make it a reality um, that it actually be able to go out and just that's working out. So that's what we're doing. Nice, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's the what's the hiking looking like? Gonna be a tough one, or I don't yeah, know. I'm curious about that too. Well, I don't it's anything. like as you said earlier, snow, man. Like, what are we getting into? Right. Um, are you bringing like micro spikes or anything like that, dude? If I need micro spikes, I'm turning around and going somewhere else. The bears <laughs> are somewhere else. Yeah, yeah that's a bad if, attitude. The bears aren't there, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. If it's white, turn around, go somewhere right. else. Yeah. Um. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's going to be all right. We'll chat about it after. Come up. Come up and say hello. Um. Yeah. Yeah, you might need. I'll uh, show up and find the bears for you. That'll be good. That'll be good. Yeah. Guide us in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, with Evan, it was good that we've managed to recover from the podcast that wasn't. Yeah, it'll yeah. be good to get you on the feed for sure. Looking forward to uh, the next one. Let me know for sure Definitely. always enjoying chatting with you boys i mean i i think the the hope for the trip and maybe if you meet us up there um oh we're doing a field is, pod yeah awesome. field pod yeah, we're doing a field pod field for sure podcast, so send me those gps coordinates and i'll be up stay there tuned for that i don't yeah. think you're gonna need gps coordinates <laughs> we should send out uh gps coordinates just uh i don't know i don't know how valuable this spot is but for a, a live podcast audience too just put it out there see who shows up <laughs> get a live audience going that'd be pretty wicked eh? you'll have uh, 10 people show up with guns and no mics that's what you have yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> well if you, yeah if you want to if you want to uh 
if you want the spot, you got to listen to us talk for an hour or so around the fire. That's the deal. <laughs> and laugh when we uh, when the cue card comes up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there will be no spots, Jeremy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just there. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> Shut it down. See you, boys. Bye-bye.